One is a grown man with an encyclopedic knowledge of cinema. The other, a man-child raised by the more questionable corners of the internet. What happens when they each dive into something the other one loves? Find out on... The Man With No Brain! his photos i'm not sure if he forgot or if he didn't want to i'll describe them vividly to ryan okay (laughs) well like if you if you want you could like stick them in the background of the youtube i'm sure tyler knows what he can do tyler probably pretty aware what he can do already i already do so much work for you true 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 and and you want to make me sit there and animate pictures of you fuck you he wants you to take months to edit each episode god damn it yeah (laughs) all right ryan we are we are locked loaded and recording uh the floor is yours all right everybody and welcome to episode number seven of the man with no brain I am your host, Ryan Matthew Ziegler, and as always, I am joined by the man with no brain himself, Mr. Joseph Robert Buckley. How you doing, Joe? Oh my God, what's that in the background? Is that a giant ant? Oh God, what have we done with science? We've made big ants. Oh, the humanity. Uh, So that uh, explains how you're doing. Well, hopefully the audience is laughing. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I disagree that I go for like a little sci-fi intro. I, I think Ryan might be You're out. Broken. You may have rendered Ryan speechless. Yeah. Um, no, I'm here. I think hmm. Ryan just left. I'm here. Yeah, he's just done. Oh, oh. Okay. I can hear, I and I can hear you guys. Some... No, sometimes yeah, okay. I can't cool. hear anybody, but I can hear you guys. <laughs> the mix was. I accidentally oh, okay. turned the wrong knob on. Yeah, the... he just uh, muted you. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, we'll let's just start over. Oh, oh. You can okay. do your ant thing again. <laughs> I'm gonna use all this. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Joe, was that screaming about the ant? Was that a reference to them? No. Well, kind of. Yeah, it was a reference because, like, basically, we're going for like a like kind of '50s. Science horror kind of theme, so I figured I'd do a nice little reference to the giant bug movies of the past. Well, you specifically said giant ants, and that would be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, I think, there was a couple like '50s movies about big ants, though. Uh, well, them was the the one that really kicked it off. Uh, 1954 yeah. Universal. It was their biggest, uh, one of their biggest money makers, if not the biggest money maker of the year, was them. <laughs> yeah, they gave up on Frankenstein and they decided to go all in with well, them. Well, then, then they did Tarantula the, the next year. and oh. Actually, uh, I take that uh, back. Them was not a universal movie. Uh, that one, I think, was Warner oh, okay. Brothers. And then, well, no, it was, uh, and then, it was like the, in, the... Yeah. Joe! I was... Uh, okay, I was gonna say it's uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman. No, the Incredible that's that's much later with um, oh God, what's her name? Uh, Lily uh, Tomlin. Oh, uh, and and if I'm com- I may be completely wrong. I want to say Joel Schumacher, who just passed away a couple of days ago, had something to do with yeah, he did, Incredible yeah. Shrinking Woman. But anyway, no, you're thinking of the Incredible Shrinking Man, which was in the fifties. But um, mm. um. Yeah, so them was uh, Warner Brothers, nineteen fifty four, and it was a humongous smash hit. And then like everybody was like, "Oh shit, we need to make big bug movies." And then nineteen fifty five, people had Universal ants in their tarantula. pants for them. Yeah, and I know this because I did write a massive paper when I was at Columbia on big bug movies of the nineteen fifties, and and it was like a thirty page yeah. paper and Cold War and all this shit. So I'm a huge fan. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that genre. I can empathize with you because one time I accidentally killed a bunch of worms in a bucket because I left them in the sun. For too long, I forgot about him outside. Joe, can you empathize with Zach, who's here? I no, I yeah, we have to introduce well, Zach. Still, uh, Zach Shaw mm. is in the building. <laughs> yes, Zach. <laughs> Zach, I apologize for Joe Buckley. 
uh zach is here zach is uh he's is it the executor is that the term i forget every single time if the audience is really into the sci-fi angle of this show zach is the um the man in the dark coat that shows up he's here to figure out what's going on and why joe buckley can't fucking introduce his guest properly <laughs> and say hello and say nice things i i am going to say nice things on this it's podcast. incredible hello, Zach. that there's a whole nother human being in this room and all joe can do is think about giant ants yeah. <laughs> like all he can think about is bugs and i'm looking at the waveforms and you weren't kidding there's a reason i have to sit across the room from joe <laughs> yeah. is that i think i can hear him outside of he's, the headphones he I'm wearing. He's on your, he's on he just your... pops up yeah <laughs> yeah i i just Listen, I just try. I may have saw a couple ants on my way into the into the studio, so that may have been the inspiration. Yeah, they were for that crawling bit. around your socks when you picked them up to put them on. <laughs> That's what I was gonna. Absolutely not. I was gonna ask Joe. <laughs> no. uh, you know, you kind of explained why you screamed that. You know, the 1950s sci-fi movie theme. But I was gonna ask why you chose ants, and it was because you saw ants crawling out of your sock drawer. Mm, no. <laughs> No, my clothes are so clean. My mom washes them for me. She's Is sock nice. drawer code word for your rectum? Absolutely not. Why would I have ants in my ass? I don't know. That would be the worst Pixar movie ever made. Uh, I'd actually watch that one. I'd watch that one, Joe. Yeah, that would be a cool animated film. It's like a bunch of dirty bugs who live inside some fat nerd's ass. So, uh... And they have to get seeds to feed the grasshoppers that come in his ass as well. Uh, so, yeah, Zach is with us today. Uh, how you doing, Zach? I'm doing all right. I was doing so much better than I had to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and it's weird sitting across from Joe. Like, it's just, I haven't seen a lot of people recently because of the whole mm-hmm. pandemic and what have you. And one of the, the first people I see in person in a while that isn't work-related is Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I mean, I've got shark eyes. I'm kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, you're terrifying. Ryan, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, when we inevitably get to, or hopefully get to release the Flubirds episode, you asked Zach how he's doing at the intro of the episode, and that's exactly what Zach says. Is, yeah. I was doing a lot better before I had to listen to Joe. <laughs> it's almost but, verbatim. Mm, see? That's what everybody says. I'm poor old Joe Buck. It's a but listen, I'm just <laughs> You make it easy, Joe. Yeah, no, I've got I've got like a guitar, I'm strumming it, I'm serenading the folks in, at home. Yeah, how many strings are on a guitar? At least fe- three or four. <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. At least three or four. Yeah, yeah. And if you got seven, you've got a good ass guitar. That's like something that like Paul Stanley would use. So, ass Paul guitar Stanley. is that what you call your butt when all your uh, friends from Magic come over and start playing it? I, no, no, I got, I got no, two instruments. I got a skin flute and I got an ass guitar. Which one do you want, guys? I, We're gonna be a no, power I did not trio. Take, I do not take a comb. Just grab some of my ass cheek hairs, pull at them tightly, and then take my finger and strum them like it's a little guitar. I've never done that. And I know you've never done that because you said ass hair, and we all know, Joe, that you yeah, have shave. you obsessively shave every piece of hair off of your body i'm baby smooth yeah Ugh. yeah for all could the be your rap there, name. I'm baby smooth baby smooth could be your rap name joe <laughs> that wouldn't be bad yeah that'd be good yeah so uh today's uh today's episode uh we're going to be talking about conventions uh various conventions be it video game conventions movie conventions magic the gathering conventions uh mm-hmm. because both zach and joe are fans and have experience with conventions uh, i have some limited experience that i'll go into later but uh, essentially, yeah, Joe is does enjoy going to uh, uh, an, was it anime conventions and video game. What are the, some of the conventions you've been to? Well, I've, uh, I've been over to Chicago's like uh, Comic-Con and then C2E2. So basically yeah. they're kind of like um, – I mean Comic-Con has like – they've got the big one in San Francisco, I believe. 
But they've got like a Try bunch that of... again, Joe. San Francisco? <laughs> also, I think it's San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Well, they, they both sort yeah. of sand. You had one of the sands. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and listen, yeah, San Diego, the San Francisco treat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking like uh, maybe that Carmen Diego bitch is in there. Yeah, Carmen Diego. She's over there at Comic-Con right now. <laughs> yeah. I saw her. I saw her in that hat. Yep. Hard um, to miss. But no, though. Uh, so the big Comic-Con takes place not in Chicago, but there is a small one in Chicago every year. So I try to go to that if I can. Okay. And you're wearing a C2E2 shirt right I now. I did. I did. I decided to uh, promote. It's, it's actually incredible to me that you couldn't remember what C2E2 was because it says there it's the Chicago <laughs> Comic and Entertainment Expo. Oh, that's right. Well, I can't. My tits kind of cover some of the shirt. I couldn't <laughs> see all that. My tits. Uh, yeah. So, Joe, um, when was, do you recall the very first time you went to any sort of convention? I think the first one I went to was uh, with the local arcade. Uh, they went to Midwest Gaming uh, Classics, I think it's called, every year. And I would go with them and kind of like help set up and, and play some pinball and stuff. Oh, so is that, so explain to me what the Midwest Gaming Convention is. Is it just video games or is it everything, tabletop? Yeah, Midwest is really just video games. So they've got like classic Atari stuff, pinball, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And that was a couple of years ago? Uh, yeah, that was probably like maybe five, yeah, about five-ish years ago, maybe. And so being it, <laughs> so uh, well, Tyler, Tyler's, Tyler's adjusting, adjusting the uh, the mic for Joe. Joe's like a toddler while Tyler's over here fixing his bib. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just pooping in my big diaper. <laughs> I'm, I'm motioning at Joe. I'm like bringing my, the palm of my hand I to my face. Like, kiss. like get, yeah, exactly. Like mm. bring your mouth closer to the damn microphone. He can't, so I had to go do it for him. <laughs> I did not. I don't understand hand gestures. And Ryan, as soon as as soon as the mic got close to his lips, he just started sucking on it. <laughs> that's well. That's I, how they had to, that's how they you know trained Joe to eat as a baby. You know anything they, they put a mic up to my mouth. Anything they put close to his mouth, he'd immediately start sucking. No, which explains no. you know a whole lot about so Joe Buckley's much. life. Absolutely. If if I'm drinking a nice glass soda pop bottle, maybe I will suck the end of it to make my friends laugh after I'm done. But other than that, there's no sucking going on. Yeah, Joe, Joe has no problem Me. making an absolute fool of himself to make his buddies laugh. Oh yeah, I'll go out in public. I'll just I'll just start sucking on the end of it like it's a big dick. Speaking of public, and then I, I just yeah. want to cover it real quick. Yesterday, uh, in in Princeton, um, there was a report oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of a man just walking naked. Through the town. <laughs> he sounds like a pretty cool dude. And I saw a photo of it. And I guess the guy had a mental health breakdown. He wasn't from the town. He had a mental health breakdown. He was taken to the hospital. And they, uh, fortunately, they were able to get a hold of his family. And, and I guess everything's going to be okay. But yeah, uh, dude was just walking straight naked, head to, yeah. head to toe, no socks, no shoes, no pants, nothing. Yeah, no protection from like the, the hot concrete outside. And so I was thinking maybe down the road for promotion of the man mm. with no brain. Would you be willing to walk through a town completely naked? Uh, <laughs> I could just spray paint malevolent movies on my chest and a man <laughs> with no brain on my back and then just be wandering around like a big gorilla. I think there's more room on your ass. No, no, I do not have a wide ass. I have a nice ass. Then, Thank you very much. And then what you would do is you would just be like in Breaking Bad. You just say you were in a fugue state. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love scamming stuff. <laughs> scamming? Anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Scamming. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I went to uh, I went to Midwest, and basically I would buy like a shitload of like crappy old PS2 games because like those aren't hot now, so you can get them dirt cheap. How many days did you spend at that that very first convention? Uh, Midwest is like a three day convention, and like it's just in the middle of like a big tent. They don't have it in a building; they can't afford a building, so they have a tent. 
with hot air blowing into it. So the convention wasn't in a building? No, most of it wasn't. They had a little bit of it in the building, but the convention center was too small. Okay, so and could you do they have you were talking about pinball and stuff? Did they have arcade games yeah. set up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had hundreds, probably a thousand total of just uh, classic arcade machines. They actually had some prototype stuff where basically these arcade games never actually got released, but they have the one copy that exists and you can play it. What would you say is your favorite arcade game? I'm a big fan of, uh, let me think. I like the time crisis kind of stuff where basically you have a machine gun out in front of you and you jump onto like a paddle to like get you to pop out of cover and then you get to shoot the baddies. Oh, okay. Cause you know, yeah, that's a fun one. And cause you know, and it's been stated before on these things that we do. I'm not also not a big video game guy. Yeah, you do the classic stuff. I was as a kid, yeah. So if you're talking Atari and arcades all the way up through Super Nintendo and Sega Game Gear, I, yeah, I was I was all about it. But that was kind of the cutoff point for me. Got into high school and it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't a thing. So yeah. I kind of well, I mean, like you out. love like Donkey Kong teaches math because that way you can <laughs> you can tell you can jump on like the numbers and it tells you what the number is. No, but I was that's a, helpful. But I did like I'd go to the bowling alley in my hometown and and there they you know they would rotate out different video games and there was one in particular uh because you you said time crisis which reminded me of this game it was called time killers and it was mm. it was a fighting game like a mortal Kombat, you know yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. fighting game but <laughs> a but, fight but the concept of the game was um it was different uh you know sort of archetypal characters from history so you had like a caveman fighting like a knight or you would yeah. have, you know, a futuristic I a- want to punch alien. Abe Lincoln so hard. Well, it didn't have any real character. It wasn't any real. Man, thing. that would have been funny. But it was a very violent game. Like, you would chop off arms and legs and heads, and it was animated. So it wasn't like Mortal Kombat where they had actor stand-ins. It was completely, you know, cartoonish. But, you know, it was one of those games where, you know, it was just ridiculously violent. And that was always one of my favorite uh, arcade games. And there was also an Aerosmith uh, video mm. game, I remember. And I don't. I want to say you <laughs> just Aerosmith. Well, yeah, yeah it's a it was... platformer, and you have to jump on guitar strings. <laughs> no, it was I. I think it was called like Aerosmith Revolution or something like that. And I and and you know I'm trying to go back way back in my memory on this, but the, I think you had a gun. You know, there was like a gun part of it, and you you just shot bad guys. And I don't know how. I think it was like a post-apocalyptic kind of mm. storyline, but it, and and then Aerosmith would pop. It used Aerosmith songs, and they would actually pop in on occasion, just screaming and singing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Super Monkey Ball because you're this cool ass monkey in like a ball. Yeah. What the fuck is that to do with I know anything you know. Ryan said? I know I, you were, we're talking, Ryan, but we're going to talk about Monkey Ball now. I, I'm, well, listen, I'm so used to Buckley's brain at this point. I get it. <laughs> you fall off a platform. You see, this is fascinating. Ryan very clearly set you up for a joke here. He's talking about a game that involves the band Aerosmith, but is everything about shooting bad guys. And it's like you couldn't okay. do anything that related to that content because you don't know Aerosmith. No. You'd really don't, what? probably don't know what? arcade games. You just fucking said, well, monkey ball. <laughs> I was going well, that's to make because, a cool monkey joke. No, you, it's because you had monkey ball locked, cocked, and ready to go about four minutes ago. Yep. Absolutely. And you were, waiting for, ago. you were waiting for Ryan to breathe yep. so that you could get it out there. No. The, no we talked no. about that last episode, Joe. The, <laughs> the examiner not. is doing great. <laughs> well, I seriously think we need to bring in that, that, 
that bit box thing mm. at the beginning of every episode where you just come in and shoot your three minute wide <laughs> of all the shit you've been storing up in that skull. I do not have uh, bits stored. Has... They are organic. But Zach is a hundred percent right. You were sitting there with that monkey balls thing in your brain and your leg is tapping like and your belly is shaking <laughs> and your buttholes are sweating and you're just waiting for that moment, that tiny moment where you can scream, ah, monkey balls. I do not have my knees <laughs> locked and just pumping my chest to get ready to yell about monkey balls. Now, fuck you don't. Mm. Get back anyway. to the so, Midwest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Midwest gaming, the <laughs> okay. gaming convention. Well, yeah. Have you been there to that before, Zach? I haven't. I, I've gone to the, the Comic Cons before that Joe has I've actually run into Joe at a yeah. Comic Con yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, we've ran into each other. Really? Yeah. Um, I'd like to I'd like to hear that story. Yeah, I mean it was pretty much I because I knew he was around there and I spent most of my time trying not to find him or not to run trying into to him. Trying to keep his distance. But then I did find him uh over there was like because the nice thing is with the Comic-Cons now is that they have these areas set up where you could play video games and, and kind of take a break from walking. You can sit. You, and yeah, sitting is so nice. It's it's Because really, you spend hours just walking. You know, they're like these gi- giant marketplaces for just like buying old comic stuff. And I saw mm-hmm. Joe and he was there in a, uh, a lineup of people. Probably there were not that many playing Magic, though. And I asked Joe how the tournament was going. And he's like, ah, this is shit. He said like, it wasn't a good tournament. <laughs> no, no. This this particular convention was kind of gross because basically they advertised that they would be having magic draft events like on the hour. Sure. So, I mean, there's supposed to be a bunch of stuff going on, right, with magic. They got yeah. like boxes to crack. We got packs to open. We got games to play. No, instead what they did was they brought 20 decks for about 10,000 people to play with in this convention hall, and that's all they had. Yeah. The entire three days. Did you do anything other than play Magic at that con? Yeah, I had to. There was nothing to Cause it, do. Because it wasn't able to last? Okay. I mean, well, I'm, I'm supposed to get like a 45-minute <laughs> game in, and then, why well, I just play the same deck again? Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, come on, Zach. I, I, well, come on. Uh, isn't so it, you're just supposed to play a 45-minute... <laughs> people have been playing poker and, back, and blackjack with 52 <laughs> of the same cards forever and you're like what am i supposed to do there's only ten thousand cards available to me mm-hmm. well let, why, why i can't gamble G- you can't gamble with illinois so i mean what am i supposed to do i gotta play magic sure yeah. sure you can absolutely gamble in illinois yeah that's Joe. that's is especially now yeah maybe not then but you know yeah gambling is uh have you not been to any well, single slot. gas I've seen, station I've seen, yeah i've seen slots <laughs> I, didn't and I think cards were legal i think sports betting's coming now oh, too okay. and and i think cards yeah, are on the yeah, way as well i'm just gonna bet yeah. my life savings on the ravens to win <laughs> i'm surprised i will tell you this i'm surprised you were able to pull out an actual sports team there Joe. No. that wasn't the no Bears no you the just Cubs. you just name an animal and do it's you probably know a team do you know what sport the ravens play joe the football maybe I'm shocked that you got oh, that okay. right. That was, that was a guess shocked. again. I'm proud of you. How about like the Osmosis. the Atlanta Piggy Pigskins? Is that a team? <laughs> you sure is. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. is, Joe. <laughs> so when uh, Zach, when you went to this this convention, yeah, uh, yeah, how long would you say you allowed yourself to be in Joe's presence before you're like, yeah, okay, I'm out, I'm on um, my own way. Like three or four minutes, hung out around. I, I was gonna circle back, and then uh, there was there's a lot to see and do at conventions. Didn't yeah, run back so many into booths. Him. Yeah. yeah, didn't run back into him. So probably three or four minutes at that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He so, did want to keep his distance. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he knew the whole COVID thing was going to be. Going I was just on. afraid of the people he might have been <laughs> keeping company with mm. as well. And I don't know what, like, I was outnumbered. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean plus you had to go buy your Funko Pops, because, I mean, I the did whole have reason to get why some. you, like, bought a house is probably just to store all these dumb little toys for children, right? You probably don't know, but Joe just looked down at his hand and then <laughs> scribbled <laughs> off Funko Pop, and now he's running out of material. No! Absolutely not. 
I absolutely know he did. <laughs> you got to get yourself like a nice, like, uh, I don't know, like perfect dark video game Funko Pop. And like you yep. get the, the actor to autograph it and it's going to be worth so much money like a Beanie Baby in 10 years. Probably not. Okay. So anyway, um, now something I've noticed, and again, I haven't been to too many conventions, but I like I live vicariously through a lot of people especially in the you know so-called indie horror scene uh that go to conventions all the time oh they're always doing cons yeah and what i what i notice is a lot of these conventions that do have a theme a specific theme that theme also branches off into so many other things so uh for example like a lot of horror conventions you could they have booths set up for things that are non-horror related you can absolutely go and buy plenty of marvel stuff and plenty of you know, anime stuff, uh, you know, uh, at these conventions. Was it similar yeah. to this gaming um, convention, whereas it's mostly video game based, but you also had, you know, places where you could buy like a Funko Pop or you could buy movie related stuff or, or comic book related stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like, they had a comic book guy. They had like a classic cartoon on DVD guy where he was just bootlegging like shitty old like Hanna-Barbera okay. cartoons on DVD and you could buy them for like $50. Now, is that kind of where it is right now with uh, conventions that everything like the so-called geek culture has become so huge and so mainstream that even these compartmentalized uh, conventions, you know, like one that's specifically for video games or sports or specifically for this, they've kind of blown up into regardless of the convention, as long as it's entertainment based, you could probably run into the same sort of Marvel booths and, you know, horror movie booths and Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, if the convention's big enough, you can get away with that. Of having stuff, like, outside, like, the parameters okay. of what the convention says. Okay. Yeah, so I was able to buy my own pinball at the arcade convention. That you was cool. You bought your own pinball? Oh, the ball. The ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball bearing. I was able to put it in my mouth and, like, spit it at people like I was Pac-Man. It was fun. <laughs> I cosplay this Pac-Man the second day. Do you think that Pac-Man spits stuff out at things? <laughs> well, he's got it eventually. He doesn't have a butthole. Uh, have you ever seen the cartoon? Have you ever played Pac-Man? Check, checkmate. <laughs> I played Pac-Man. Yeah, you go waka 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 waka. Okay, I was just wondering. Waka 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 waka. Yeah, I played it. Spot on. For Donkey Kong, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm just gonna let him go on. Yeah, he's okay. doing it. Are you done? No, I, I don't. I don't want to do any more arcade sound Joe, effects. No, I was. I was curious with the uh, with the Midwest gaming. So Ryan was saying, like, do they have boots for Marvel and that? But the majority of the focus is yeah, on it's all video games. But there for is the some most other part, stuff. But there is a little. Because when you get into like C2E2, which you've been to, have you gone to Wizard World Chicago as well? I did. I did. Yeah. And then now they have AceCon Chicago. I haven't been to that one. They tend to be the same exact thing. Yeah, for the most part. Like, identical to one another. It's, it's even the same vendors going to oh, these yeah. things. I'm sure they do nothing but just go the convention after convention after convention every yeah. weekend. Pretty much, yeah. They just they just haul up the van and they, they take their stuff, set up a booth somewhere. And and so it's like, C2E2, do you have a preference between Wizard World or C2E2? Uh, I think Wizard World was a bit more fun. There was more to do, I thought. More magic? Yeah, definitely more magic. Yeah, okay. No, okay. C2E2 really disappointed me in that regard sure. last year. Sure. I don't know if I'm going back. I don't know. Who knows if anyone's going back? Who knows if there will be another convention ever again? Well, well, I think Chicago, yeah. the um, the horror convention in Chicago as of right now is still on. And that's usually in late August, early September, because I want to say Bruce Campbell was announced as a guest. Yeah. So I think that convention still, I can't think of the name of it. It's the Chicago, the big Chicago horror. It's I not Walker Stalker convention? No, I think it's Flashback. I think it's called Flashback. Okay. 
I think it's called it. And it's one I've always, that's one I've always wanted to go to. And it's like every year I'd say to myself in like February, all right, this is the year I'm going to get the tickets as soon as they go on sale. And I'm going to, we're going to go to that Chicago event. And it never fucking happens. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It's just, and it's not that far away, but I just, Hey, you'd be able to make a trip. You know, even, you know, even when I was living in Illinois, it was, it was in the suburbs. It was Rosemont. So it wasn't a big deal to go there. I don't know why it just never happened. Well, I mean, with the, with the whole quarantine thing, like, I mean, I whenever I'm at a convention, I love, like, tasting the video games and movies. So I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm not able to do that, if the vendors keep kicking me out of their booths. Well, for me, that's, you know, that's the thing. And again, I don't have very much convention experience. But for what, what I would be most excited about, um, especially these big conventions, is the vendor stuff. It's, it's I'm not really interested in, in the waiting in line to meet um celebrities so much at this point um yeah for the most part it's a gimmick kind of it's ex- so expensive oh yeah oh and the line too. is just like it'll be three hours to see Sven Gulli. i was gonna get yeah. his autograph for tyler's dad but yeah i was just too late well and even now there are some conventions that are based around the the who they can get you know like ace con which is put on at navy pier in chicago that one seems to be more about the big ticket guests that they can get that you can come meet, but it's like 300 bucks just to even be in their presence. Oh yeah. And it's like, look, we've got Kurt Russell's son. We've got, (laughs) there was one where it was like, we've got a girl who played a hooker in pirates of the Caribbean and people were lining up to meet her. Well, that's, I never heard of her before. I've lined up to meet a hooker. I don't care if she's been in pirates of the Caribbean. I just want to say hello. She got scurvy, Joe. (laughs) Oh, that, but that's why I feed her lemons. I make her eat lemons. So, but that's when Joe gives you lemons. <laughs> if Joe gives you anything to eat. If Joe gives you lemons, you better eat them. If it's a good rule of thumb for life, if you ever, if yeah. Joe Buckley ever hands you anything, whether it's food, anything, do not put it anywhere near your mouth. Mm. Yeah, of course. It's good mm. rule. Why? Of thumb. Because I've licked it. Because I put it up my ass. Why? Who, Why? It could be all of the above. Because COVID nineteen started in your body somewhere. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, I am not the originator. I do not want people to come to my house and kill me. I'm so spread that misinformation. I say I would be more. I would be more worried about going into Joe's basement without a mask than I would be going to almost <laughs> mm-hmm. any event out in public without a mask at this point. <laughs> my room is completely fine. There's just a little bit of dust and maybe a flashlight or two in there. Yeah, that's the thing. Completely fine. Yeah, that's mm, that's yeah. why. I don't know what particles are floating in the air. <laughs> mm, clean particles. I clean my flashlight. <laughs> I wash it. So, um, yeah, but for me, yeah, that would be the big thing is is going to the vendors and and uh, just seeing what they have, cool Blu-rays and DVDs and shirts and, and toys or whatever. That, to me for me is the most uh, attractive part of going to some of these conventions and the panels. I always hear about, you know, to see these panels and stuff where, where a celebrity or, or an artist or somebody, whatever the, the convention is, uh, speaks and talks. And that's the kind of thing, the panels and the vendors are what really attract me to always wanting to go to these conventions, which like I said, I never end up doing. Uh, what are, what are, I'll start with you, Zach. Uh, what's your favorite of all the conventions you've, you've been to? What is your favorite aspect? What is the thing you look forward to the most? to do when you go to these conventions? I honestly, for me, it's seeing other people's cosplay. A lot of people have like nowadays cosplay is such an art that people can create something that's so technically sound and like they can make something that looks better than something you'd see on screen. And like you see costumes and mechanics and everything like that, that are so cool that I like to see. But also I do like the guests, but I've, it's been a while since I've actually paid to meet anybody at a convention. I think last at C2E2, I ran into Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. Nice. yeah very, very quickly. I remember you and took a pictures. picture of them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it oh. was one of those where it was like that made the convention that much better because it wasn't that I paid to meet Lloyd because I didn't pay a dime to meet him no. or to take his picture. Uh, he just happened to be there and he let me take a picture and tell him that I think his movies are dumb but also great. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I got to meet Lloyd too, and like with Lloyd, you, you do, he doesn't charge for autographs or something, but he does want you to buy something at the trophy booth. Yeah, because he is a businessman first and foremost. Yeah, so absolutely. First and foremost, <laughs> I, I, I bought myself a copy of Combat Shock. I thought that movie looked interesting, and I had to make it out to uh, Malevolent Movies for the YouTube channel. Very good. That is very yeah. good. Cool. Yes. And yeah. I got myself some Toxic Avenger shot glasses and like uh, some Toxic Avenger plastic cups. That's what like even hearing you guys talk about it just. The, the cool memorabilia and the cool stuff like that that I can't get anywhere, that's what, you know, attracts me so much to doing these uh, conventions. And I've, and I've got a lot of different uh, friends, like I said, within the, the indie horror community that, that go to these conventions like Horror Hound all the time. Um, you know, but there isn't a pandemic, of course, because there's a convention every weekend somewhere in America at this point. Yeah. And um, horror convention especially. And they go to these conventions and they actually, they're vendors there. They sell their movies there or they sell the shirts or, you know, of their, and everybody goes and leave my girlfriend. She's been to multiple conventions as, as both an artist, you know, selling stuff and doing makeup, uh, like tutorial things. And as just a fan where she did wait in line to meet, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. She loves the walking dead. So, oh yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like probably not this year, obviously, but next year again, I'm going to do, I'm going to go to one of these, uh, one of these conventions. I'd actually really like to go i know there's a godzilla convention i think it's called oh that would be fun i think it's just called gcon um and i might be completely wrong on that and it's something i just recently found out about like in the last year or so and i'm not even sure where it's at but that's that's a convention i'd like to i think i'd like to attend because like i said i'm sure it's more than just godzilla it's probably all sorts of kaiju and you know ultraman and stuff like that there. yeah they probably got japanese ghosts there and they probably had all kinds of stuff there but you know i would i think that's a convention i'd really like to uh, they're, they're promoting a brand new movie get out of my socky ghost <laughs> <laughs> damn it joe joe what what attracts and i i'm curious about this i'm not great with crowds or anything but what attracts you to conventions because like you don't strike me as someone who wants to be in a ton, a huge crowd right like I don't see you in the middle, wanting to put yourself voluntarily in the middle of a crowd. So why is it? Well, I definitely like all the vendors. Like, it's, yeah. it's cool to just go shopping, like, for sure. the whole day. But it's not a cheap experience. So what makes no, you willing no. to drop that kind of money to go there? I, I mean, it's it's fun to walk around, like, see what people are wearing. Uh, they, there's, like, a cool guy. And, like, maybe I saw, like, a little tiny guy. And he was in the Sam costume from Trick or Treat. A little tiny so guy? I, I, was well, it a child? I don't know if it was a child or a midget, but it was a good costume. So it was I don't like think a it was normal a human, but someone had condensed him. Yeah, they, made, they shrunk him like one of those 1950 films. Uh, it was like the, the tall man in Phantasm. You know, he takes, <gasps> he, he shrinks the corpses down into those little Jawa looking guys and, and uh, to do his bidding. But what I think is great, like the, the best thing for the conventions is that like it's a place where Joe doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. No, like, like no. you can let your I'm free flag average, fly. Yeah. yeah, like genuinely, that's one of the most comforting things about it is like, Ryan, you're huge into the the horror scene. And you even said just said that there's a Godzilla convention. Yeah. Like, What a weird niche thing yeah. for there to be a whole convention about. I'll be walking around with like a scaly tail butt plug so I can be a kaiju as well. You could, and you could run into 30 other people wearing the same butt plug. Absolutely. And we can meet up thing. in a hotel room and all have sex. You probably happens. <laughs> I, I've never ha- uh, dipped my toe into that side of the convention life, but it probably happens. Well, it's, here, I got a know. story. Um, oh, I God. accidentally made my group late because me, Nick, and Sarah were in in like basically almost just some of these like hotel room. I mean, we were they were doing a panel where we were watching like basically Japanese like pornography and commercials. <laughs> okay. Into the microphone. 
I am. I am. No, you're not. You're talking to Zach. Talking to the microphone. <laughs> talking to the microphone. Move your eyes without moving your head. Mm. Impossible. That's, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, uh, so yeah I, I made my group late just watching pornography with the strangers. Well, I'm shocked. You know, when you say you were late or you made somebody else late, Joe, I'm, abs- yeah, I'm, I'm shocking. shocking. I'm shocked. Not Joe Buckley. I've never done that. No, not on time, Joe Buckley. Yeah, timely Buck. Joe never. the punctual. <laughs> Joe the punctual. Yeah, I like that. They call him. I'm like I'm like one of those rulers, but instead of like being like Joe the benevolent or like Joe the tyrant, I would just be <laughs> Joe the never on time Prince boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just always late to my father's meetings, and he gives me a royal spanking in the middle of them. <laughs> just rolls right off the tongue. That's a long title, Joe. It is. It's a very long title. <laughs> So uh, yeah, they're not going to be able to carve that on the crown. No, they won't be able to fit it. <laughs> so Zach, is there any? Uh, were there any stories in particular, any things that happened to you at the various conventions you went to that were uh, notable? One, this one actually. So I was supposed to head there once. I was working at this like gaming place. You know, those like the little places that have five gaming machines, and there's one person working there, an attendant who who has to like get you soda for like the the legal gambling here in Illinois. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and chicken was, strips and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and chicken strips mm-hmm. and like, and I was working at one of those. Great job, super boring, but like, I locked up, headed to the convention up to Chicago, where my brother was already staying at the hotel with a couple friends, and I get there and he's not in the lobby, and I call him and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm in a ho- I'm in an elevator on my way up to Manu Bennett's hotel room." Mm-hmm. Now Manu Bennett was, I mean, he played the pale orc in The yes, Hobbit. Yes, I don't know sir. why that was my first. Yes, sir. Um, but. He was also in uh, Arrow, you know, Spartacus, I believe, or, right? Yeah, I want to say, like, uh, a lot of those shows, because he's from New Zealand. Yes. A lot of the shows that, after Lord of the Rings and stuff, that, that were New Zealand-based. Yeah, everybody happened. started filming there. You know, I, yeah, exactly. Spartacus might have been. I'm not 100% sure on that, but. But, uh, so I get there, and he's like, I'm in an elevator. Uh, I'll call you back. And he calls me back later, and he and a friend had basically seen Manu Bennett. We were, they were, we were staying in the hotel right next to the convention center, and where a lot of the celebrities were also staying. And uh, he was like, dude, I love your stuff. And, and Manu Bennett's like, oh, that's really fucking cool. And he's like, come up and hang out with us. And he ended up partying that night with everybody from the cast of Arrow mm, that was there. Yeah. And I missed it oh. by two goddamn minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. See, that's what doing a job gets you. Seriously, it was the worst. <laughs> you could have been smoking a bong <laughs> with an orc. <laughs> I could have. Well, and that's the thing too is like he was telling he ended up telling me a lot of stories about what those people get into and there's a lot of uh there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of drinking. Oh, sure. You know, and I always thought I always thought a little piece of me thought maybe he was full of shit. And then uh I met a guy that he knows named Jimmy who's a wrangler for some of those guys. Like his job is a, as a producer. And he was like, no, 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 dude, that party was wild. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, his job is just to get cocaine for the actors. Uh, yeah, essentially. He didn't say that, but I got that vibe. Yeah, coke's coming back in a big, big way. Yeah, <laughs> finally coming back. <laughs> oh, hell you heard yeah. it here first, folks, on the man with no brain, out of the mouth of, uh, what's your name? Joe Buckley. I am Joe Buckley, <laughs> sir. You know my name. It's today's sponsor is cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Coming back in a major way. I, I would do way. cocaine if I had the opportunity. <laughs> Your head would explode, yeah, so. Joe. <laughs> I'd just be getting nosebleeds and start shitting. You'd drop 45 pounds and then speak like 35 miles a minute. Oh, yeah. But see, that would be good podcasting material. I would have like a new hot body and I would get so many jokes out. Oh. Yeah, podcasters are known for their physique. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at Alex Jones. He's got a cool body. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cool body. That's what they all say. Oh, yeah. So but yeah, that's probably. I mean, my favorite my favorite con experience happened to my dang brother. Yeah. I just happened to miss it. That sucks, you know? man. That sucks. Yeah, so it was close. Terrible. So it was yeah, so close. 
So Joe, I got to see, uh, Joe, hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> Let I me ask the question that I'm going to ask Joe. Now, mm, okay. I, I'm going to regret asking this question, but it's the same question I just had for Zach. Are there any stories from your various times at these conventions that you would like to relate that was notable? Yeah, I got some good ones. I saw John uh, Carpenter do a live panel. Uh, and forever everybody, and he basically he was basically talking about how he's really bored of films, and he just likes to play video games all day now. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah he's been saying that to in the press for years. He just eats fried chicken, watches basketball, plays mm. video games, gets high, and he's like, hell of a life. And he's like, yeah. why would I leave that in my as a man in my seventies to? Yeah, I'm to not gonna go make an escape to Panama Canal. Fuck yeah, it. <laughs> to to deal with all the bullshit and headaches that come with making a movie, you know. And then it was Halloween, uh, 2018, that kind of brought him out of you know, semi-retirement as a producer and, and then uh, co-writing the score. But he has been going on tour for m- many years now, playing his music with his son. He's like, you people are never getting a Ghost of Mars 2 from me. <laughs> well, what else? Uh, what Any other any other stories, Joe? Yeah, I got to, I, I saw, so basically, uh, I was at like one of these panels and like Sven Gulli had like a line out the ass. Um, out the ass. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, it was yeah. like a three-hour line. It's a common like, parlance. I believe it. There were some <laughs> Walking Dead people. Their lines are way too big. But yep. then poor, you won't believe it, but poor Ted Raimi was there, and his line was empty. Really? Nobody <laughs> wanted to go meet Sam Raimi's brother. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I wonder why. You know? Yeah. It was it a horror convention? No, no, it was like a Comic Con. See, that's type why. Of thing. That's why. Yeah. If, if he would have been at a horror convention, his line would have been. You know, I'm not going to say he'd have a line like Spangoolie's line, of course. No, no, nobody will know who he is. He yeah. was the fake Shemp in one scene of The Evil Dead. <laughs> no, well, no, he's he's yeah, Henry. He, he's, yeah, he also wrote scripts and helped out on set he, and all that. He's Henrietta yeah. in Evil Dead Two. Yeah. He's got he's plays three or four roles in Army of Darkness. He's the lead in a movie called Skinner, which has a cult following. Oh, I heard of that. He's got a yeah. great death scene in uh Midnight Meat Train. Mm. Ryan, this I mean, this Joe, is all Ted you, Raimi's it, not super duper duper obscure if you're a horror fan. No, I understand. No, but yeah. Ryan's he's not a horror fan. <laughs> I am a horror fan. <laughs> no, you're not. No, he's a DVD fan. He likes to collect DVDs. I'm a digital file fan. I like files. You're some sort of file. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, Joe. I'm gonna have to extract it from you, like you know, poison from a wound. Yeah, uh, like pulling teeth out of a donkey's mouth. Before we start recording, you were talking about a picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us the story behind this picture you were talking about. So basically, well, Joe, let me describe the picture first. Yeah. Joe is standing next to a Godzilla. Um, big replica, maybe. Yeah, 10 replica. Feet tall. Um, from Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and. Joe is, uh, he, you know how Donald Trump stands? Yeah. Like he's he's on the tips of his toes, leaning forward. <laughs> I want to be really tall next to Godzilla. And I assume Joe is supposed to be mimicking Godzilla's infamous roar, but Joe looks like he's yawning. Uh. <laughs> the neckline of his shirt is it's almost like... Uh, I'm trying to show off a little bit what, of cleavage. What they call, yeah, like Joe's trying to show off his breasts. It's so deep. Uh. It's, it's almost a V-neck, but it's too circular. It's a U-neck. Uh, he's a U-neck. <laughs> I have my balls, sir! Um, <laughs> He's got a very uh, heavy backpack that I can only assume is full of about 40 pounds yeah, of magic cards. My, ba- my back hurt so bad during the end of that day. It was and completely full of cards. Joe has his hoodie wrapped around him, but the wrong way. You know how like you wrap like the arms of a hoodie around your front? Yeah, tie you him tie off. it in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, this looks like boo- <laughs> ba- baby, little baby boo-boo did a boo-boo in his drawers. <laughs> He's just sweaty. It's just, you, you can you can picture it. Okay, right, so-, well, so Joe, explain to me real, just because uh, the, the, the thing I want to know the most about this photo 
is why is your hoodie tied backwards around you? Well, I can tell you why. It is uh, actually my purple hoodie costume from uh, Butcher the Bakers. I was going to cosplay as my character. But what happened instead was um, I got there about 20 minutes in the being at the convention hall. There's a cool booth where basically there's an adult swim show called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. And they have these like cool demonic toilets that you can jam your head into for a photo op, right? So uh-huh. I do that. I lean down to do it. And then the front of my pants just completely split. Like right down the middle. The so front got, of your pants. Yeah, I've got like a giant gaping hole like in the middle of my jeans where you can just see my boxers. So the I had front to... of your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How... Well, that's where his ass is. <laughs> no! <laughs> I was going to say, are you twisted? In ha- are you like twisted around? Seriously, is your butt in front of you and your dick behind you? Absolutely and we just don't not. realize this? He no, doesn't have a you... dick. It's two butts. No, I do not have two butts. <laughs> he pees out his front butt <laughs> and poops out his back butt. out of my front butt. He's literally got a front butt. Absolutely yeah. not. Yes. How did you split the front but of your I pants? I just, uh, because I went to go, like, on my knees to get into the toilet, and then uh, I, I just leaned on it wrong, and then my front split. The front, so so the near the fly? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And there's just a it's giant, just... like, running seam yeah. down the thing. And you could just see my boxers. So I had to take off my sweatshirt and put them in front of me so I wasn't arrested for indecent exposure. How goddamn old were those pants? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I thought they, they were good. They, they, they just gave up. The threads just gave up. Accidents well, happen to everybody. Well, because he doesn't he doesn't wash them, and I wash them all he the time. sleeps in them. The same pair all the time. No, okay. because I change them whenever I get in the shower the next day. So uh, is it then possible... he has a spatula he uses to flip them <laughs> no. off the ground. I was going to say, is it possible, similar to the that death in Jason X, where they freeze the girl's head in the mm. nitrogen and just it breaks I everywhere? I scene. Is it? But, well, oh, Buckley, oh, so, oh good, you're not in the same room with me. Yeah. So, is it possible to, uh, to uh, Hang on one second, Ryan. We got we got a guest star Ooh. coming in. Oh, okay. The floor is yours, Nicholas. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Hey. Oh, Nicholas. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, have you been doing, Nick? I've, I've been great, Joe. Just uh, traveling the, the world amid a global mm. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe get, taking a little trip to China. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Wendy's in your hand, Nick? This is a, a regional delicacy, In-N-Out Burger. Mm. I'm in... Mm. Oh, nice. I'm just south of Los Angeles right now, so figured, why not? That's, that's actually, the it's a restaurant for people who like to fuck burgers, so they just call it In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. That is correct. And, and just like you, they're, they're real quick. Full of cheese. <laughs> We're talking uh, today about conventions, and I hear that you have some experience with Joe Buckley and conventions. I do. I uh, I tend to frequent a, not many conventions, but the, the ones I enjoy, I, I try to go to them every year. You know, sometimes you'll be enjoying yourself uh, at a convention, browsing, and then you'll start hearing a eh, 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 monkey sound. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Nick. And then you just look around, uh, and if you're lucky, it's it's Joe Buckley. I find him at C2E2 uh, last couple of years. Typically, if if you have any inclination that Joe is going to be at a at a convention, your best bet is to go straight for the Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. area. Yeah, you'll probably find me there. And he'll just be there for hours and hours and hours, and he'll be bragging about the the three thousand dollars worth of Magic cards he just bought or whatever he does. <laughs> 
Well, but yeah, at the last convention, I bought somebody's collection for two hundred dollars. It weighed about probably ninety to a hundred something pounds, and I got me, my brother, and right. yeah, my friend to drag it back to the car. Nick, Nick, did you see Joe's split pants? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're that's what we're <laughs> trying to dig into is how in the hell he split the front of his pants. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> I have my pockets are jammed full of money to spend. It's like a John sausage you put on the the grill for too long and it breaks open <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we came we came to the conclusion that he has two butts he's got no. a, he's got a butt in the front and one in the back oh yeah if anyone had a front butt it's joe absolutely not <laughs> he tucks he tucks it all, all in. <laughs> i tuck my ass cheeks in between my legs <laughs> oh disgusting what an image i don't even know if it was only the last time but walking around with with joe and uh he's telling us his uh scam to get uh free lunch Mmm. Yeah, they always say there's no such thing as a free lunch, but I found a way in the convention. Yeah, you did by by stealing uh, condiments from. No, uh, no, because condiments are free. That's the best part about them. Joe, if, if not... they wanted to charge for the condiments, they would have had a little sign up saying, the "Please reason... pay twenty five cents for ketchup." But they did not. But it wasn't a free lunch, Joe. You spent fifty dollars just to be in the building. <laughs> Yeah, true. So true. then it wasn't a but free I'm paying, lunch. I'm not paying $10 just... for a hot dog. I'm going to steal pickles. <laughs> a hot dog? <laughs> yeah. There's a guy named Hot Dog that walks around and lets you suckle on him every now and again. Yeah, and Joe's yeah, yeah. not paying for that. Well, he's like Famous Dave. He's got root beer and orange soda. <laughs> exactly. I have his teats. And he's barbecue got one sauce. For, yeah, he's got one for blueberry soda and he's got one teat <laughs> for vanilla. But yeah, no, I found out that basically, uh, like basically nobody was really watching over this hot dog stand well enough. So I was able to go over, grab like a, a I had like a paper towel from something else I ate. A handful just, of gherkins. I no, I did not eat gherkins. I grabbed a bunch of pickles and then I just walked off with them. And it's easy. It's easy peasy. I just want to know what what makes you feel entitled to go eat free condiments from a, a business which is trying to make money for. I mean, someone owns that business, Joe, and you're just yeah. So what? Do you know how much yeah. they pay to be in that building, Joe? I don't care. They charge fifteen dollars oh, for Joe a hot dog. Joe is the king so of entitlement. If we haven't learned that yet, oh yeah, Joe, is, Joe feel, you know, Joe has this this set of beliefs, and he is he is rigid in these beliefs, and so he he can totally exist outside of them. So in his mind, oh, I had to pay the money to get in. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Anybody that's involved with the convention, fuck him because I had to pay fifty bucks to get in, so I don't feel bad at all in you know taking uh, tons of free stuff, stealing free stuff from this vendor. Well, no, 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 because basically. So you're trapped in this building. There's no accessible way to get out. And all the food and water in this building is marked up probably 500%. So it's like, what are you going to do? I already I already I, paid. I would like to clarify, Ryan, since you've never been to one of these. You're not trapped by any means. They give you something <laughs> you can get in and get you out. You can get in and get out, but you have to drive a mile away to get the food. And then you no, have to park. you it's don't. Take you can take an Uber. It's, it's not that hard. We did it this year where we left the convention, grabbed some food, and came back. It's not that hard. Yeah, no, an adult man. Feel the pickles. That seems easier and better <laughs> for me. There's no problem for an adult man who's going to a convention. Exactly. Yeah. And also, there was like there was a pizza building inside the main convention building, so it's something that's set up there all the time. And they had a self-serve fountain soda drink, and I got myself a couple cups of that for free. You son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I got them. They saw me coming. You mean they no, never saw you coming? Oh, exactly. <laughs> a big part of your diet at these conventions yeah, are stolen and soda. <laughs> Stolen condiments and, and free yeah, cheap free soda. Yeah, free ketchup, yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah, I mean, you know you can bring food into I convention. I, I brought some protein bars and stuff. I had some donuts that got smushed in my backpack. Did you say protein bars? <laughs> oh, protein. Oh, protein. protein. Okay, protein. I heard it with a Joe's B. Joe's got a belly full of protein bars. all the time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do not have Tad's protein in my mouth. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, so Nick, Nick, uh, so do you have any stories? Because you're a cosplayer. Um, you and your chick kind of go out. You and your chick? Your chick? Christ, She's in the Joe. car with him. Sarah, is he? I can't Sarah see. is one of the most respectful people to you what? ever. Joe, Joe. I didn't see you. I can't see the screen. Hi, Sarah. Joe. Uh, hi, Joe. I miss you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss you. Uh, I just want to say that we've really been enjoying listening to this podcast on our um, country travels. Oh. Uh, but I need you to refrain from using the word chick, Joe. Oh, you don't like that? Okay, okay, I understand. She is her own independent woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you in your place. Mm, okay. If but- anything, <laughs> Nick is Sarah's guy. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> oh, so the, 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 did you guys uh, basically encounter any weirdos or freaks in your cosplay travels? I mean, other than yourself, uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, an industry that's dominated by weirdos and freaks. I, I don't think we've ever had it too bad. 60% of, of the people that are, are going there lack a certain social skill, which is fine. Mm, that social grace that other people have. <laughs> if you're going in costume, you're, you're portraying a, a character that they're, that you know someone is, is the ultimate fan for that character. Uh, and it's only a matter of time before someone approaches you and Mm-hmm, yeah. But I'm I'm certain that they know you're not that character. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of those little Hulksters are out there trying to get every single Hulk who's cosplaying. Yeah, a lot of Hulkamaniacs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe doesn't get the reference. No, I know. I know it. I'm a big Chris Benoit fan. All right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's just because he killed his family. Yeah, uh, and we've how yeah, many okay. times has Joe gone to that well? That well is dry. Mm. How many times have he you just gone to that his well? Final <laughs> thing. I was gonna say, is he... all out. God, I... I don't know. I don't have bits. All I have are things I see. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a concrete wall and pictures of his cousin. No. And sixteen feet of glass that separates him from the nearest thing. Oh, I thought you were talking about his glasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? Well, I'm supposed to wear contacts. They hurt my eyes. The, oh, the, the contacts would, you would be able to close your eyes if you put contacts in. They'd be too thick. Well, no, it would be like those evil dead, <laughs> deadite like contacts where they're just like solid white glass and they just blind the actors almost. Joe, have you ever considered cosplaying as anything that wasn't you in a movie we made? <laughs> mm. Have you ever thought about changing your clothes? Mm, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if I would really enjoy cosplaying all that much. Um, no. I just kind of like to, I like to be my own free man. I like to get into this convention, get out. I like to take my time. I don't want, a, want a little kids approaching me saying, oh, oh I love Back in the Future. Can I get a picture with you? Who do you think Shut you are? Shut the fuck up. I'm buying, I'm buying Eldrazi. Fucko. I got one word out of that. The word picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enunciate. If you're going to do a voice... Broadcast King no, I Buckley. Was, I was playing Dumb Child. I was so playing, we know what you're talking about. I was playing a character. The character was like weirdo child who picks nose. And here's the reason, Joe, why you're not interested in cosplaying as anybody but yourself. You don't like anything. I like stuff. Ultimately, ultimately, and I and I and I subscribe to this theory. You don't like anything. Mm. You don't like magic. You like nothing. <laughs> I don't think you like I mean, anything, Joe, really. Honestly like yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think you honestly like anything so much that you would at least want to um, dress up like it. Mm. 
No, no, no. I, 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 I mostly just don't want to be bothered at these places. It would also require a knowledge of that thing. <laughs> I know stuff. I can dress up like David Lynch. Yeah, Nick, I got an idea. At the next C2E2, mm-hmm. you need to dress Joe up as Stanley Kubrick. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Put, put, paste that fake beard on him. Put some big cardigans on him or whatever he wore. Yeah, he likes sweater vests. Yeah. And, and you dress Joe up like Kubrick, and I want to see. I want you to time how long it is before Joe gets in there and everything sweats off his body. Clothes, <laughs> clothes included. Then Joe can walk around screaming, I'm a hack. I'm a hack director. No! <laughs> Absolutely not. I would say, hey, hey, excuse me. I'm filming. You need to go back to the original place you were in and walk past this person again. You need to do it again. Take the problem, now. Joe. Joe Buckley is a weird little wiener. No! <laughs> Joe, the problem with that is if you did go to a horror convention and you were dressed up like Stanley Kubrick, there would people come up to you and be like, wow, this kid went so far as to dress himself as Stanley Kubrick. He must be the Stanley Kubrick fan, super fan. So I'm going to ask him questions about that, 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 that. And they'd probably ask you questions about the 80% of Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> body of work that you haven't watched and don't know anything about. I have seen most of his movies. I'm just probably missing four to Horse five. Shit. I'm probably just missing 35% of his filmography. What's so wrong with that? If it ain't The Shining, if it isn't Full Metal Jacket, if it isn't 2001. I love Dr. Strangelove. I think that's all his best films. If it isn't Dr. Strangelove, that's where it stops. That's where it ends. Just the mainstream. Absolutely not. Just the mainstream Kubrick. Hmm. I don't believe that at all. And I've almost seen all of David Lynch's films now. Now I just have to watch a straight story in Inland Empire. Yeah, because his body of work is so huge. What are you waiting for? Just do it. You have nothing but time now. No, I do not. No. Getting, Excuse me. You are getting paid to sit in your in your mother's basement. Go and watch the movies. The movies you won't shut up about. I do not have to take this producer kick Nick off. Kick him off. Uh-oh. Remove them from the street. Talk about the ego. Remove them. Yeah, yeah. Kick him off. And this was the moment Joe Buckley turned into the benevolent Buckley. Yeah. No more Nick on this episode. I don't know what's happening inside of me. I respect Joe for taking command like that. Oh, it yeah. is weird. Yeah, I, I will absolutely take command of the pod. Ryan, he's fully hard again. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. If there is, if there is one more comment about the elasticity of my penis, I am going to remove the producer from this podcast. Did Did you kick Nick yeah. off? Yes, Nick. Nick has Nick been removed. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> no, it, was, it was cool to talk to Nick and Sarah again. <laughs> It was nice to yeah, see that. Yeah, it was cool. Way to just, break just a, a real-life sidebar for Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I miss my friends. <laughs> I wish I had human contact, but instead I just have fries. <laughs> human? human contact? <laughs> he wants contact with human. He's yeah, big into cooking yeah, he's now. Trying he's trying to get, his, uh, trying to get on next season so of Chop. You know, he's going to start getting cumin. Okay. <laughs> Except in Joe's world, he calls it cumin, and that's the only reason he remembers that one spice. <laughs> okay, I've got, a, I've got a good joke for you. Okay. Ryan, okay. How come, yeah. why, is it, why is it you're always in your spice garden? Why? It's because you got too much time on your hands. <laughs> and it's like you got the, the, the herb time. I know. I know what to got it. Yeah, we did get that. We yeah. picked up on that, I think. It's like a dubber, double layer. <laughs> a double layer. Are you going to, if the conventions come back, they won't be this year. Are you going to go to them next year, though, Joe? I think I will. Yeah, they're fun. I have a fun time there. I spend all kinds of money. I uh, I do a thing where I just sometimes, sometimes there's nowhere to sit at this place. So I'll just like sit down on the floor. Next to other fat nerds, because, sure. yeah, everybody has to take a little break. Yeah, sometimes you just got to take a seat on the floor. Are there any conventions uh, either of you have 
wanted to go to and have yet to go to. Oh, I'd love to go to like a real big one. I mean, if I was going to uh, San Diego, that'd be fun to go to that main Comic Con. Yeah, oh, but why is it the size that makes you interested? Well, why would it be? There's more to do. There's more to do because during if you get the three day tickets at the small convention, you'll mostly have seen everything day one. But so, I, I, but I mean, like you you like unique individual things or you just like you want to go somewhere where there's a lot happening even if you don't know or like everything that's there well i i mean i because i don't know or like everything that's happening at the small places too there's just gonna be more the big places for me to like okay let me give you a scenario (laughs) you're 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 on it you're on an open street to your left is one convention to your right is the other on the left is a is the biggest convention uh, of the year whatever it's got a little bit of everything in there yeah to your right is a comic book shop with naked women mm. and magic tournaments, oh. and you know all the players there suck. Which one are you going to? Oh, let me tell you, I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some prize money over these spikes. Yeah, 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 and see some naked. <laughs> okay, but there's no food in the in the comic book shop. Well, I'm going to maybe steal some pickles from the owner. No pickles. <laughs> yeah, it's a no comic pickles. shop. Why would there be pickles yeah. in the comic shop, Joe? Nerds love pickles. That's the thing you don't know about us. <laughs> yeah, so, but a comic yeah. shop owner is probably a businessman, uh, if not more than a nerd. And why but, would he? Why would he have pickles for free? Because he has a large jar of pickles that he keeps dipping his hand into and eating while he's stocking the merchandise. Oh, it's it's like you know, it, like in British pubs where they have um, yeah, the eggs. Yeah, the eggs, eggs on the counter. <laughs> they they, yeah, they help yourself to a nice pickle. They have pickled pickles. <laughs> 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 Joe Buckley. But yeah, no. I mean, no, no, nobody who who has any business sense gets into managing a comic shop because they're dying all across the country. It's only diehard nerds who are running them at this point. What about you, Zach? What is there any uh, convention you'd like to go to? I don't know. And Joe, you probably know the answer to this. Is E3, they don't have, like, you can't get into E3 without being with the publication, right? Now you can, but it's extremely geared towards, like, publishers and, sure. like, shit like that. And, like, so you could you could get in, you could play a couple demos, but you'll be in line for basically all day because they let the press in before you. Yeah, that was always the dream for me. E3 is just basically just video games. Like, you're going to get video games that are, or you're going to see games that haven't been released. You're going to see, like, first time getting your hands on these the controller for these games and systems. So that would be the one for me is like if it were possible for me to get into an E3, I'd want to go to that. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to go to like uh, there's like a uh, like a little indie company called Devolver Digital and they do like their own little E3 of all these like cool indie games that they like get the rights to and help fund and put on Steam for people. So, I mean, I would love to go to like an indie centric gaming convention. That would be really cool. Yeah. For me, I mean, I I, as you know, San Diego Comic-Con, the Comic-Con actually Mm. a year ago. Um, was it last year? Yeah, it was late last year. My girlfriend was actually looking into it. She was like looking at the airfare and ticket prices. And she was like, you know, we could totally do this. And I remember, and thankfully we did. I said at the time, I was like, well, well let's wait and see what the next year brings uh, before we <laughs> buy the tickets. Yeah, buy and, the tickets. And obviously, yeah. you know, it's a complete I mean, loss Luckily, year, a lot but... of people are getting refunds from like all those canceled shows and conventions yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. It's but a whole I, pain in the ass. I would love to go to that Comic-Con because there's a couple of guys on YouTube that I watch um, – that do it every year and they make a video of it and they do it every day and they kind of do a walkthrough. And that's kind of how I, you know, I'll watch their videos and, and, and that's kind of how I live through it vicariously. Um, but that's, that's one I, w- I would love to do the entire experience just flying out to San Diego and doing the whole thing. And, um, to me, that that's something I would I would love to do. Well, and there's better panels too at the San Diego because like, absolutely because like the panels here tend to be like this guy was the key grip on this movie you've never heard of, and it's like oh, come yeah. watch his panel on being a key grip, and it's like it's it's neat, but it's just 
there's there's so many cool things at San Diego Comic Con trailer releases and, yeah. and panels from like top tier talent and directors. It's it's something. Yeah, I mean, Cards Against Humanity does like uh, they get a thing where like basically they just have people like yell out card names. Yeah, you know, they say like, "Hey, what's the coolest thing you can put in a bucket?" And then somebody yells out, "An abortion," mm-hmm. and that's like a fun time for the guests. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, those going on all Is the that time. What you're looking forward to? <laughs> no, I've never been to one actually. <laughs> Well, that's, I'm not cool enough to play cards against humanity. That's sure. the thing about the San Diego Comic Con. It's like that for that weekend. There is no place in the world that is. That's the entertainment epicenter. Like everybody, everybody yeah. in the industry, their eyes are on it. That's where big announcements are made every year. Um, I remember that's always where <clears throat> uh, Marvel, when they're with the cinematic universe, would announce a big title or announce the a new <gasps> timeline or something. No. And here's what you do. Here's what you do. While while Marvel's doing their whole thing and announcing like their new Doctor Strange, nobody's looking at you or your way at the hot dog stand, and you could probably drive a free hot dog or two, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Joe would go all the way, pay all that money to go to the San Diego Comic-Con, just and wait in line for the big panels, just to wait for somebody to come out and announce some huge movie anticipated thing, and then that's when he makes his move. That's when he's yeah, grabbing yeah, yeah. buns. I do a little heist. He's grabbing buns oh, yeah. and hot sausages. Little cups of cheese. Cups of cheese. And the pretzels. We got to stop talking about all this food. Joe's drooling all over himself. I'm not like Homer Simpson. He was just staring at the mic like it was a hot dog. Oh, mm. yeah. Between, I, I, I may have to go to Taco Bell after between, this. Tyler's house is surprisingly close to a Taco Bell, so I may have to go partake in that. Surprisingly. Usually you can't get real estate within 50 miles no, of a Taco no, Bell. They're, normally they're sold out. <laughs> They've got a tight grip. Taco Bell has a tight grip on like the mogul industry. Of course. The mogul industry. <laughs> What's your go-to at Taco Bell, Joe? Well, I'm a very picky like eater. The so. beef bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the bucket of grease. Wait, I will not have any kind of like Mexican sauce on my stuff, so no like Mexican hot sauce. sauce. Mexican you mean sauce. salsa? Racism, no salsa, racism. No hot sauce. No, 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 no. You're no. canceled. I don't, do sauce. I don't do American sauce either. No mayonnaise, no mustard. No, nothing. No ketchup. Don't put sauce on my food. You hate condiments. So I have to clearly. Unless they're free no. at a Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> no, unless unless they're green and rod-shaped. Yeah, mm. of course. <laughs> Come no. here, Kermit. No, I am not sucking off Kermit from the Muppets. So you haven't answered the question. What is your go-to at Taco Bell? I'm still waiting. I, so basically every single food item, I don't care if it has sauce or not. I say no sauce, please, but I'll I'll get the $1 cheesy roll-up. I'll get the uh, chicken quesadilla. That's good. The Doritos Locos tacos with no tomatoes. No tomatoes in those. Yeah, you would. You want to lower the health factor as much <laughs> as possible. Well, there's Heaven already forbid. greens. There's already lettuce. Heaven forbid you get anything in there. He just or he just goes up to Taco Bell and says, "Give me a number three. Hold the antioxidants." <laughs> you know, I like to get myself a large uh, fruit smoothie. And you would think that would be healthy because it's got smoothie in the name, but it's got Tyler said it's got like three, <laughs> three days worth of sugar. It does. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It also has the word fruit in the name. Why did you choose the word smoothie? <laughs> Out of the two words, fruit and smoothie, you said you think it would be healthy if it has the word smoothie in the yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. So you think that if it was like boot smoothie, you're like, no. it's probably healthy. It's a smoothie. I mean, Starbursts are fruit. Starbursts Joe, are fruit flavored. <laughs> Ryan, Joe came over here the other day, stopped through McDonald's. Nicely, Joe just call me every time he's going to get food. But um, yeah, he yeah, stopped at McDonald's like and he shows up. He ate all, all the burgers already and he came in and ate some nuggets and some fries. But he had a large soda and what what was i assume was a medium or large coffee large coffee mocha large coffee. coffee and his excuse was well if i don't get the meal like which includes a drink yeah, soda. they'll fuck up the order that was 
no, 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 Here's my excuse for that. That's Burger King. The Burger King around here is disgusting. They cannot they don't get go the there. They, yeah. But no, but the line for McDonald's was so big, it was in the street. So I couldn't go to the McDonald's. Wendy's was too long. I didn't want to make us late working on our stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'll go to Burger King. There's no line. They'll fuck up my order, but I'll get food in a couple minutes. Thank you for sacrificing your health in order to not be late. Well, that's, that's why he won't make food at focus. home. That's my it focus. just might take too long to make the food at home. That's why I'm so obese. I'm always eating out because I want to work on the projects. <laughs> so ultimately, it's not your fault that you're obese, Joe. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's... have a choice. You have to eat the most unhealthy food available. You couldn't simply swing by Thornton's and, you know, get a, a salad or- Gas station- a hot dog? No, you can get a salad or something. They've got the cold bar there at any gas station mm. at this point. This isn't 1982 where gas stations are just candy bars and beef jerky. Cigarettes, gas stations yeah. now have goddamn sushi at some of these places. Mm. So, oh, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I really trust. Raw fish from a gas station. I'm, say, I'm using that as an example, Joe, of the large variety of things you can get at mm. gas stations. <laughs> Ryan, remember when Joe showed up on set and he only weighed 180 pounds and then he started working so hard for I us did, that did. he gained all that weight? I, I just want the, the projects and the movies to be as successful as they can be, so I am willing to sacrifice my health and my mental health in order for well, those. Yeah. Thank you guess. for your sacrifice, Joe. We really appreciate the sacrifice. Yes, that's why I stay in my basement all day and don't watch movies, because if I watch the movies, I would accidentally copy the movies. Yes, of course. And if only, if only the ratio between amount of weight gained and l- amount of talent you perform with were the same. Well, look at look at Chris Farley. I mean, he was a big fat fuck. Everybody, everybody <laughs> liked him god yeah he died of heroin because he was so alone they couldn't stand it so he overdosed but i mean he was he was on snl can you relate to that joe the the the, the lonely clown um i mean i i imagine i'm gonna start huffing duster pretty soon that sounds like a good idea <laughs> i want to be a dust head oh goodness it's legal dust is completely legal it's cool <sighs> are you are you glad you came by zach yeah no <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be glad. Uh, Elvis at the convention I've been to, they've got like a hentai booth. So what that is yeah. is it's animated Japanese pornography. And there's just all these big fat guys just browsing through the DVDs and Blu-rays looking for the coolest, youngest looking girl. But they have like mystery sacks where you can get three mystery porn DVDs for like $10 in a paper bag. So you could And have you purchased these? I know. I never bought any hentai. Do you know anybody who has? I, I Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think I know some people. Well, you do or you don't, do you? You do. I I can't say for, with certainty that this person has uh, bought hentai, but he's definitely Ted, consumed it. Ted, he's talking about no. Ted. He just doesn't <laughs> want to out him. No, what? no, no. I, I also know a guy who's like kind of like a brony, and he consumes My Little Pony pornography. Mm, consumes okay. it? Yeah. Just eating it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He prints it out. He prints it out and eats it because he really wants to be one with Rainbow Dash's puss. If you yeah, know what I, I mean. Don't want to ru- and I- and I don't want to fall down this rabbit hole necessarily, mm. Joe. Okay. But this fella, this friend of yours, he, I want to just get this completely straight okay. in my mind. Yeah. Is he is turned on sexually? Absolutely. Yeah. By horses. By I cartoon porno- horses. By, by pornographic drawings of My Little Pony characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does this guy have a significant other in his life? He does. He said some chicks. Is it a horse? Is, no, it's not a horse. <laughs> okay. Is it a cartoon? It's not Philly. Taped to the. Taped to the wall. No, it is not. No, it's not a body pillow okay. with like a, a a pink cartoon pony on it showing their breasts. Now, now, does this significant other, as far as you know, are they aware of their their boyfriend's uh, 
proclivities. I would imagine he's pretty open about it. He's got My Little Pony stuff around the house. I'm just, I'm just curious because yeah. when I hear these kind of stories and completely out of my wheelhouse and my level of understanding and relatability, I that's why I like to dig in a little deep. Yeah, well, he was pretty involved in like a project. He was in like the forums where basically they were taking this children's cartoon show and they were editing it. So that the horses in it would have realistic cartoon pussies and vaginas and uh, dicks. Yeah, and I mean, this was, this has taken a massive amount of effort. This was thousands of hours of work in order to edit these I... genitals on these cartoon horses. And Zach, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, let's say there was somebody, uh, let's say your place of employment or any place, uh, a, new, a new employee comes in. And they seem like a pretty, you know, cool person. They're pretty chill. You get along with them. And then they, you find out that they've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of hours drawing realistic vaginas and penises on <laughs> cartoon My Little Ponies. Would that change your opinions of this individual? You know, I wish I could say it wouldn't. I really do wish I could say I was open-minded enough yeah, that someone yeah, spending yeah. thousands of their actual dollars and a bunch of time drawing horse pussy would be like, <laughs> it wouldn't bother me. But I'm not going to lie. There's a, it would definitely be uh it would put, paint them in a new light. Mm. I'll put it that way. Just like a, when I, I saw would... Joe's fleshlight for the first time, something inside of me. Mm, your respect <laughs> just, for me lowered a little bit. A little bit. You know, Joe, like, I don't care. You do what you got to do in your spare time. It was, but it was having to associate it with my eyeballs and mm, you next true, to that. True, true. And I was opening it up like it was a cool wallet. You sure were. You, were. you were opening it up with the reckless abandon. And it was as empty as his wallet. <laughs> you were opening it with the reckless abandon of someone who's never actually seen a woman's <laughs> vagina. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and I bet it, they do that in real life. And it, uh, it just it worried me a little, and it did change my, uh, my opinion of you, Joe. Well, that's why I'm worried about it. That's why I actually refuse to get in a relationship, because I think it might be like a Venus fly trap, and my dick is the fly. <laughs> Well, you're half right. Your your penis, I, I would it call it a, a a pa- blooms, penis. I would call it a pest that leaves shit everywhere it lands. But <laughs> no, it does not have little tiny flappy wings that goes by your ear whenever you're trying to watch something. But I sure as hell hope David Cronenberg never makes a film about it. <laughs> no, that would be good. I want him to come back and make films. Although he does body horror, and yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. His son's actually doing body horror. Antiviral is real good. I liked it. I did like it. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, uh, so uh, one more convention story I got is uh, we were all done for the day at the conventions. We needed to go get something to eat because pickles cannot satisfy a man. Yeah. So and why steal them? Because I wrote, <laughs> whoa, whoa, am I supposed to d- get on up? with it? Get on with am it. Am I yeah, supposed just... to pull my sweat dress bit done, wallet? Bit done. Just no, move I, the story no, along. No, I have a bit. No, am I supposed to you got, pull you my you sweat covered wallet? Like a loop. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, we, we, were, we were driving, we were driving, and my little brother and my little cousin really wanted to go to a Hooters. So we went to one, and oh, no. it was an hour wait time. So we leave, we go find another Hooters out of the way. We go into that one, it's going to be a 45-minute wait time. So we do that, we're just standing for 45 minutes after already standing all day in the convention center. And we finally get to go sit down at a table, and uh, the chick's like, <laughs> So what you did was you didn't tell a story, Joe. Well, no, no, no. You, you, you told us a bunch and of you facts. Did, you didn't have a joke. Your you, brain ran out, and then you, you the, what, the waitress what, no, was, the was a vet? Here's, here's, here's what happened is Joe was about to say that she did not have the Hooters that he had anticipated yeah, a promise. woman having at Hooters. and But then he something caught him. Sarah's words from earlier. 
here about <laughs> oh, him respecting women, echoed yeah, in his yeah. brain, and he said, wait a minute, I can't say I didn't value her because she didn't have hooters. So he just froze. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> she also wasn't a good waitress because my wings are cold on the inside. Do you think she cooked the wings, no, Joe? No, but she brought them out late. Zach is an excellent examiner. He's coming well, did back. You, uh, did you send them back or tell <laughs> her? No, I did not because it was going to be another hour before I got more wings. So <sighs> I choked them down, the cold wings. Bones and all. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I have watched you go to gro- grocery stores to buy pounds of fucking cold <laughs> but, meat. But that's on my time. I did, I did not go to a restaurant to pay for cold meat. I go to the deli to get discount cold oh, meat. Oh, so the, the, the cold meat was more convenient to you. It was. It was more convenient in that <laughs> and moment. And that's the problem. I like the journey. <laughs> so that was the story, Joe. You went to a Hooters. Yes, that wasn't that was even Comic-Con it was very, related. It was a disappointing restaurant. I got cold wings. It was a waste of time. And Joe was upset that his tits were bigger. Yes. My That's tits the were it. bigger than the ladies, and that may have been a problem. Oh, God, Buckley. <sighs> well, you know, uh, in the interest of brevity and the interest yeah, of yeah. Zach being able to, I know he's had a long day, um, I, we, why don't we go ahead and call it, call it, a, call it a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all right I don't that. know if it's a podcast. I but... think this is a good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, this is a, a subject we can always uh, return to again because I'm sure there's more juice uh, in yeah, this yeah, yeah. I got plenty yeah. of juice in this old peanut. <laughs> but <laughs> he just—he was just punching his own head like a like an ape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, oh. a, a, an otter, like how an otter cracks open a walnut on his belly. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's something yeah, I didn't know about otters. They also masturbate like that on their belly. Huh. Wow. See, oh. that's that's the. Uh, at first, my mind thinks, "Oh, I wonder where Joe got that bit of yep. info." <laughs> yeah, and the then he follows it up. He totally answered that question. Mm-hmm. It accidentally happened at the end of a video he had already watched about not yeah. masturbating. And he's like, "Oh, that's how they also oh, have." That's it. how they get the peanuts. <laughs> that's oh, how they that's get so it. Cool. <laughs> Joe gets all of his that's history Joe, and information that's from how porn. Joe gets, uh, majority... Oh, the liver otter's hungry for masturbating. He's cracking open a nut. Then he peeled that's... off his jeans and hung them up for the next day. <laughs> Absolutely not. He gets most of his knowledge from accidentally getting a kernel of truth out of filth. Yep. So yeah, he's, he, he scours the internet for something nasty. And then within that nastiness, he may get a little piece of, uh, you know, science or a little piece of anything like that. And that's how he gets most of his knowledge. So, oh, I, I, so that's how the Louisiana purchase was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually found out that prisoners have started tattooing their eyeballs in the gang. Prisoners, the, the one yeah, game. Yeah, it's a good that you like take like a little like pen and you just inject dye into your actual eyeball. And if you mess it up, you can go blind. Yeah, but it's a cool new thing you can do. Prisoners, why do they do it? Uh, just to look cool. You get like black oh. eyes or red eyes or something or blue eyes. It's cool. Oh, okay. or blue. Yeah, baby blue. <laughs> yeah, he's the sweetest little prisoner ever. Yeah. I give him kisses. <laughs> Well, Joe, what's the episode that hasn't been recorded yet that's coming up? So uh, later on, we're going to have a episode about like uh, maybe our obsessions, like things yeah. we really like, we like to do, we like to talk about them, <clears throat> and we're going to give you a podcast about that. How does that sound, fellas, yeah, ladies that, and gentlemen? That'll be uh, episode eight. That'll be the next one. So keep your uh, eyes peeled, your tattooed eyeballs peeled for uh, that episode coming on soon. Yeah, let me tell you, if you can't sneak in enough material in prison... You can you can actually go to malevolentmovies.com and you can download some videos about us uh, reviewing horror movies. We do uh, comedic commentaries. Yep. We do midnight myths and mysteries, or we try to find out why Bigfoot keeps stealing my jeans. Mm. And we've got all kinds of good stuff over on that channel. So go to Malevolent Movies uh, on YouTube. 
Yeah. That's I how mean... the, the Bigfoot myth started. Mm-hmm. Joe ripped his jeans, had to throw them <laughs> off. Well, a, bi- a big hairy ape took That's him. why I started shaving, sir. It's a sore topic in my family history. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, uh, for tuning in. Uh, thanks, Zach, for, for braving uh, coming in and actually sitting in the same room as Joe. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. This episode went a little bit off the rails. I, I, and I It's <laughs> fine. It's fine, Joe. Okay. That's, That's this good. is the man with no brain. It's trying to discover Joe's brain, and this is a great example of Joe's yeah, brain. Yeah, I am. But I got cool you, grooves on it. Did you learn anything today? I think I did. I think I have to be more patient with my friends or they comment on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say maybe what Sarah uh, mm, imparted yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sarah's a good friend. She's cool. Did you That's learn what you learned from... from what she said. Remember uh, when she was like, don't call women chicks. Oh. Don't reduce her to being Nick's object. Like, that's Nick's chick. Sarah, do you remember any of that? Well, I was just, I was just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a cool... And I use cool-ass terms. <laughs> That's getting bleeped. No, what's wrong with that? <laughs> a lot right now. No, everybody plays. Stop it. Don't dig in. Oh, mm. boy. You're getting bleeped. No. Bleep. <laughs> All right, Zach. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out. Good talking <laughs> to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll talk to you again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm cutting you off before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get to end the show anymore. Uh, why do I even try? Oh, don't give me that, Buckley. You ran roughshod all over the... You ran roughshod all over this fucking thing. Because of your ego. Because of your ego. Because you think you're a goddamn star. <laughs>